Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. Let's go straight to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we come before you again this morning. We come before you as one. One body. Father, we praise you for the God that you are. For your love and your grace and your mercy and your forgiveness. You're such an Abba Father. Your love is unconditional. Father, we ask for your protection over this nation and over those in Afghanistan, those in Haiti that are trying to pull pull through some tragedies, and and uh, those in uh, Tennessee that are suffering, Father. So many, so many things across this globe. So many people have needs. My mother-in-law is in the hospital, Father, and I pray for her, as well as my friend's mother-in-law, who is also in the hospital. Father, these dear ladies, they've lived a great life. And we know that they're coming to an end, and yet we don't want to let go. We pray your will be done in their lives. And Father, we just ask that you'll be with this nation as we get through the crisis. But may we humbly come back to you, for we know you are our hope, you are our way, and the light. You are truth. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Yesterday we talked about independence. And today I want you to think about dependence. And I'm going to go through this pretty fast because I want to get Daniel on. Daniel's our guest today. So I just kind of jotted down and I'll, I'll uh, get to some of that later. Uh, some of the other things I was going to say. But I have noticed that the government officials, in particular the Democrats, but there's a lot of Republicans that are right there with them. <laughs> As I read to you yesterday, the article that called them a uniparty. They seem to be anti-freedom, anti-life, anti-choice, anti-constitution, anti-guns, anti-cop. They're okay with their personal security and you paying it, but they don't want you to have any. Anti-fossil fuel, the energy, they're, they're okay with us being dependent on other people. Anti-education, science is what they say it is. History must be changed. Math is racist. English is racist. And I've always noticed that all those saying that are white. Anti-American. Pro-global governance. Anti-we the people. Pro-them. Anti-balanced budget. Pro-national debt. Pro-inflation. Pro-taxes. The higher the better. Pro-anti-family. Pro-welfare state. Anti-God. Pro-government. They are putting a whoop on us, on our freedoms and on our liberty. And they're taking us to the cleaners. And they're getting richer and richer and more and more powerful. 
I've got Daniel Turner with me today, and uh, we're just gonna we're just gonna take off. Daniel, how you doing? <laughs> oh, Beth, Ed, it is great to be on your show. Thanks for having me. Oh, we're glad to have you here with us. We missed you. Oh, I guess it's been two weeks ago now when you had to be traveling, but uh, we're always excited when you call in on Fridays. What's going on, Daniel? You know, this place is a complete mess. <laughs> What's going on in the energy sector? I mean, are they, you know, it's, it's like I sometimes I think we ought to just ignore the president and start turning those valves back on. Let's just get to it. I, I wish we could, right? Yeah, I, 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 I wish it were. I wish it were that simple. Um, you, you know, you would think if you were this administration, looking at all the myriad problems their bad ideas have caused, <laughs> you would just find one area and stabilize it, and and one area they could stabilize is energy, and it would mm-hmm. make everyone's life a lot easier. It would make everyone's life more affordable. Um, but they don't do that, right? It really is a much larger agenda. It's not about energy. It's not about foreign policy. It's not about COVID. It is a much larger desire, a much larger uh, agenda, which is just control. It's a control agenda. And and the, the energy thing is, is so frustrating because it was not long ago that we saw a really robust energy industry oh, in America. Yeah. And we could go back to it. We have the blueprints, but we're choosing <laughs> not to, and it's frustrating. It is frustrating, and I, I just don't I don't get it other than they want to destroy everything that Biden, I call him O Biden, has done is destroyed. It's destroyed and and harmed this nation. The opening up of the borders, you know, We've known for a long time there's people come across those borders that are not necessarily friendly. Mm. And they're not all from South America. And now we've created this war with the Taliban. And they're dictating to us what's going to happen. Do you think Taliban hasn't crossed those borders? We're having to buy energy from our enemies to escape our enemies. There's no sense in that. Yeah, and we know we've apprehended terrorists at the southern border before, and it really shouldn't surprise anyone. What's very bizarre about this administration, and maybe even bizarre about the last couple of years, I've never really understood why America First was a controversial platform. And even President Trump, when asked about it, said, look, I say America First in the same way I want the president of France to say France First and the president of Germany. That is their job, is to put their country and their people first. And for some reason, that was manufactured as xenophobic and hate-filled and blah, blah, blah. But now we see the opposite. We see what America last means. And so we do prioritize illegals over ranchers and, and, and small towns on the Mexican border that are overrun. Um, not just overrun with people, overrun with COVID cases because... Up to 25% of the people crossing the border are COVID positive. Oh, yeah. We, we prioritize Afghans over Americans. Um, we don't know how many Americans have been evacuated. They are very proud to say 50,000 people have been evacuated. But if the media asks how many of them are American, the answer is we're not giving that number. So we're prioritizing non-Americans over Americans to to escape Afghanistan, right? We, have, we prioritize... OPEC over ANWR, 
We, we prioritize Russia pipelines over Keystone pipelines. So this is the America last strategy, and it is part of this belief that if we punish America, if we punish its people, if we punish this idea that we're an exceptional nation, then we will have equality. We will all equally be miserable. Equity. <laughs> equity, exactly. That is what equity means. It, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous, Daniel. And, you know, I, I'd be lying if I didn't say I was a little bit a little bit worried. I'm pretty scared, actually. I'm kind of thankful I live in the, the Midwest, but the, it's not going to be any exception. I mean, it's, um, I, I think we're in big trouble. Yes, and, and since this is coming from on high and at so many levels, we are in big trouble. Um, um, but, but there are ways to fight back, um, and, and the best way to fight back as I see people on Twitter, people from the military on Twitter say, don't let people tell you you're surrendering, you're retreating. You are making a strategic withdrawal to a defensible position. And if your defensible position is your hometown, then you fight tooth and nail to elect your town council and your mayor to stop these things at the town level. And then enough towns will stop it at the state level and or the county level. And enough counties will stop it at the state level. So retreat to a defensible position, and where you can impact change, impact change, starting with your board of ed if necessary. But get out there and fight at the localest level possible, and that's how we win. And and number one, be careful who you elect as your county sheriff, because they are the rule of the county. I hear the music. Are you going to be able to stay with us a little bit? Uh, can I try one more segment before my voice totally gives out on me? <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Daniel's been a little under the weather with some allergies, and his throat's kind of bothering him, so he's uh, he's been saving it up for us, and we will be right back. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rule America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in Rule America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all the is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, Rule America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. 
Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing. The only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America, Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe and pure product that will last for generations setting your table is an important part of every meal the patterns you choose say something about you and your family bringing america home with libertytabletop.com or go to my website csetalkradio.com and click on their link call liberty tabletop at 844-386-2338 use the promo code bethann and receive 10 percent off your purchase libertytabletop.com Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We've got quite a following on Facebook, uh, Daniel, and some of them are suggesting they wanted you to, to kind of uh, chime in on uh, why China would be helping with Afghanistan. Something about the rare earth minerals. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's really alarming. I've been on your show before talking about um, the amount of rare earths needed for not just green technology, but all modern technology, right? The right. smartphone I'm using to talk to you has upwards of, of, of 20 or 30 different minerals that need to be, minerals and metals that need to be mined. Um, the world supply of these is finite, and now they are in huge demand. Um, and if we are going to push by government mandate this green agenda that Joe Biden wants, where half of our cars will be electric by the year 2030, and half of our electricity will come from renewable, quote-unquote, renewable electricity by 2030, well, we're going to need an awful lot more copper and zinc and cadmium and nickel and all of these hard minerals and rare earths. Um, Afghanistan has an abundance of them, and China is well aware of that. Um, back a couple years ago, people thought it was crass and vulgar and, and not presidential when Donald Trump questioned you know, we keep going to war with all these places, but we don't ever take anything. We don't take the oil. We don't take the mineral. We don't take, we take nothing. All we do is lose. We lose lives. We lose money. Right. He said, at least take the oil. At least get something out of it. And people said, no, that's not a, regardless of his comments, he's making a point that we never acquire anything when we are in these overseas uh, engagements. But yet countries like China 
will go out of their way to buy off warlords like they do in Africa, to buy off South American fake democratically elected presidents um, to acquire their minerals. And Afghanistan has a ton of these minerals. And so, yes, they are working with the Taliban to to have access to them. And what's going to happen is we will be buying Chinese copper and Chinese lithium that is really from Afghanistan that is enriching the Taliban and it will be washed through a Chinese country and we will just say, well, no, we're just, we're acquiring it from China. We're not acquiring it from China. We're paying the Taliban. They are getting rich. China's getting rich. And, and, and we are now dependent on minerals from these two countries. And that's the direction we're headed. You know, I, I thought people woke up last year when COVID hit at the very beginning and we realized everything was coming from China as if we didn't know that before. And now here it is, we've got this democracy in charge, and we're going to go back. We're going back to be independent instead of independent, and we're not only that, we're going to become more dependent. And uh, Rudy was explaining to me, which I had never thought of because I, I don't think that direction sometimes, the, the filling up at the gas pump versus recharging at the charging station, the time that it takes. Mm. How, you know, I, I was going to have you explain that a little bit. It's, you know, you go up to the, you drive into the gas pump and you, you fill up. It takes a few minutes and you're done and you go on. But it's not the way, it's not that, that's not the way at the recharge. No, and, and electric vehicles require, uh, and, and the timing is getting better, no doubt, but it does require hours to recharge. Uh, in California, because their electricity is limited, they're asking people not to charge their cars at nighttime when the electric grid is at a, a peak use because people are turning on their AC to go to bed and they want to go to bed in a cool house. Well, when are you supposed to charge your car? Because you need it during the day. So, of course... You charge it at night, just like when you go to charge bed. Your phone. You, you charge your phone. You plug in your laptop because you have your phone with you all day. Um, and there's also a, a technological glitch that we have all experienced. How many times have you plugged in your phone? It says it's charging. You wake up the next morning, you unplug it, and you're at zero. And you're like, that's weird. It said it was charging. Well, it didn't charge. Well, what happens when that's your car? Right, right. What happens when you put gas in your engine? There's gas in your engine. Yeah, you know you're it, good to you go. You know it's in the car. Yes, that's the joys of the combustion engine and the joys of fossil fuels and the joys even of analog. Right, the joys of owning your own record as opposed to owning the rights to a piece of music which is owned by Apple that may or may not decide you have access to it. Right, there is something about a physical commodity. Well, electricity isn't a physical commodity. Um, and and so it doesn't always necessarily charge. I was just on a plane yesterday, a couple of days ago, and I tweeted this. They said, "Well, we're sorry, the electric outlets aren't working at everyone's seat. No one can use electricity." And I thought, "Boy, I'm excited for the day the planes are going to be electric." Well, oh, Lord, what's going to happen? <laughs> that is, I'm sorry, we're, we only got a halfway get there because we're going to run out of electricity. Is that when we take off? I don't know, right? I mean, how many times have you unplugged your, your phone and it's at 100 and then a second later it's at 5 and you say, well, where did it go? It's a glitch, 
right? But 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 wow. you don't ever lose forty gallons of gas in in a second unless there's a big hole in your engine. Um, so yeah, there are huge. Again, I'm not opposed to these technologies, but to say that they are are on par with the fossil fuel world and we can just have an even swap is a lie. Just like it's a lie of so many other things government tells you. And and the reason why we can't have an honest conversation is because there is a darker agenda. And I would mm-hmm. like to know what that agenda is. Well, I know that the agenda in simplicity is global government. Not individual nations, but global government. Yeah. And therefore they have to tear down the United States because, and, you know, Russia and China, they're not going to go easy. They don't. Those leaderships, they want to be ahead of the global, but they don't, they're not going to give in to somebody else. So they no. have to break, they have to break the United States. And I think we can see when the United States is broken, what happens. The yeah. chaos that's taking place right now and the lies that we're hearing, Biden says, no, I haven't had any calls from anybody complaining from the other foreign countries. <laughs> well, they they held him in contempt in Parliament in the U.K. Yeah. If, if you take your phone off the hook, then you're not going to get any complaints whatsoever. And uh, one, of their, one of their generals thinks he should be taken, uh, not impeached, but uh, uh, what do they call it? Uh, tell me again, Rudy. I always miss it. Court-martialed. Um, Marshal, yeah, uh, he should be court-martialed. Yeah, absolutely. As as a real dereliction of duty. I mean, well, I'm not a military strategist by any means, but if someone said, "What's the process to evacuate your your this or close this base?" Even I would know the process. Get the people out. And if you're if if you're moving to a new house, you don't send all your vehicles and boxes to the house first. Right, you you, you 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 pack up all your things and you prove them first, and then you, the valuables first. Right, the valuables you put separately, and then you take this, and then you hire the movers, and then when everything is done, then you turn over the keys to the new owner. When you go back and you say, I left things inside, the new owner says, well, it's my house now. Too bad. That's, that's just common sense. And instead, we pulled out the military and left the people. And then they say, well, how are we going to get the people out? And Biden says... You know, I wouldn't have done anything differently. We need to get out of Afghanistan. Again, he has to pivot to a straw man because he knows if he has the argument about the withdrawal process, he's wrong. So he has to say, I will defend the right to leave Afghanistan. No one's arguing that, Joe. And Jen Jen Psaki is explaining to us what stranded means. Exactly. They're not stranded because we emailed them. Exactly. Ridiculous. I feel better. Lies, Lies galore. (laughs) <laughs> how stupid do they think the American people are I realize some of them are going along with this stuff but I'm going to I told my husband I told Albert last night I told Rudy today I said the American people the American people are not going to stand for it if, if the Taliban starts executing Americans and putting it on video no and if we have our hope in that they uh, they have suddenly had a Christian a revival, we're in bad shape, right? Because we know what the Taliban does. We've seen how they behave. We know who they are. And now we are hoping that they will suddenly have this epiphany that it is the 21st century and people have human rights. 
Um, we can't ask non-Christians to act like Christians. Absolutely. And, 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 and that's what we're doing. And I'm, their red line in the sand is not going to be like Obama's. No. They're drawing lines in the sand and telling the American people, the American president, this is the way it is. You get out by this date or else there will be reactions. Yeah. And the American people better be afraid because those reactions aren't necessarily all going to happen in Afghanistan. No. We're just, uh, dark days ahead of us, I hate to say that, man. And I hate to say I think I need to call it quits because um, I'm struggling with my voice, okay, but I love being on with you. I'm so sorry. No, 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 no. And we will get you another time. And I'm going to text you later and find out when you're heading this direction. And we're going we're gonna to have some, some fun on the air and some fun outside the building too. <laughs> All right. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. Thank you. God bless you, Daniel. I pray that you'll get better real soon. And we will be right back. Radio. This is Beth Ann. There's so much to unpack, unwrap, or they say peel that onion. There's just so much going on in this nation right now. And I want to be encouraging to you. I want to call you to action. Like Daniel said, you have got to start at home, in your community. Start getting active. Start making sure your borders are secure at home, in your town, in your city, in your county, in your state. What, what matters most to you? Your family? You know, if you think the opposite of what is correct. There was a, a uh, Seinfeld years ago that George said everything he does turns out wrong, so he's going to go the opposite of his instinct. <laughs> and then things started happening for him. It's because he was always making bad decisions, so he was thinking the opposite. What the left, the Democrat Party, the Uniparty, the Rhinos, what they are doing is the opposite of our Constitution. It's the opposite of common sense, the opposite of moral Christianity. It's the opposite of good. It's the opposite of rule of law, criminality, what they consider criminal. I have an article here. I haven't had a chance to read it. But I, I saw a woman last night. She happened to be a black woman, a woman of color. She was one of those in Portland, Oregon, where they were having a prayer meeting in the park. And Antifa attacked them. Almost, almost hit her eight-month-old with an explosive. Somebody blocked it with their arm. They were severely burned from it. But nothing got done to any of those Antifas. Nobody will touch them. Why is that? 
Well, we haven't heard a whole lot about the Proud Boys. But she was talking about the Proud Boys come out and protect people from Antifa and the BLM. Well, the leader of the Proud Boys was sent, and they're not white either. <laughs> the leader of the Proud Boys was sentenced to more than five months in prison on August the 23rd yesterday for burning a Black Lives Matter banner. Now, we watched Black Lives Matter, and we watched Antifa burn Portland. We watched them burn, um, what was the other cities they were in? Well, New York was one. We watched them take out stores, rob them. You can call it looting if you want. It's theft. They just emptied it out, destroyed it, took out windows, and nothing happened. The Democrat Party defended them. In fact, cackling Kamala helped them get out of jail. So did AOC. Paid for some of them to get out of jail. But the Proud Boy, he's going to serve five months for burning a Black Lives Matter banner. And because he had a high, two high-capacity firearm magazines at the time of his arrest. He was an armed citizen at the time of his arrest. And therefore, they're going to put him in jail for five months. Now, he is not a white man. He is part black and part Hispanic, I do believe, Henry Tarrio. He pleaded guilty in July to the misdemeanor charge of destruction of property and separately to a felony charge of attempting possession of a large-capacity ammunition feeding device. The Proud Boys are going to be arrested. The American people fighting for justice fighting to protect Christians and babies and women from being attacked by Antifa and BLM are going to be prosecuted. Maybe he should have put his hands up. We're in a mess. Inside, outside, upside down. An old Berenstein Bears child book. But it's picturing the United States today. We don't know who we are. We don't know what gender we are. And we can't even put that on a, baby, on a birth certificate now. Who's running this place? They're crazy. Now, if you think this debacle in Afghanistan was by mistake, was because of incompetence, you need to stop and think again. Yes, Joe Biden is incompetent. Yes, he is not an elected president. He is an installed president. And yes, he's not the one in charge. He is the reader of the words somebody else writes. His generals are incompetent. They're nothing more but than generals because they couldn't. <laughs> I don't know how they got there. Get some politicians behinds, I guess. Critical race theory. Destroying this nation. Causing more racist racism than ever was there. 
Well, I feel better about the FDA approving the Pfizer vaccine, don't you? Doesn't that make you feel good? The FDA is always approving something, and then a few years down the road, they take it back. Because somebody died. Lots of somebody's died. Or they developed cancer, or they developed some other kind of horrible disease because of a drug they approved. I don't know what your opinion is about the vaccines. I'm okay with somebody getting vaxxed, and I'm okay if somebody doesn't want to get vaxxed. That's your business, not mine. Pfizer, Rudy was looking this up this morning, and he came up with a lot of information. They paid $2.3 million to settle a marketing case that they had done. And I'm going to kind of let him explain that a little bit because he read it in detail. And then he threw it to me with his red light, with his red underlines. You want to kind of explain that? Well, you've got the notes there, but it was the largest fine, civil, penalty, whatever, ever levied. And this was in 2009. 2009. And so I was reading further, and it turns out that they had four times that they were they were accused of marketing improperly and and had to pay fines and and yeah and one of the drugs was was found to be dangerous FDA approved one of their drugs in 2001 4 years later they said oh people are getting sick from this so in 2005 they, they took, took it, it off, off the market their stock is going crazy right now because of this FDA approval it's just shooting up Moderna stock is up 255% and they're part of this thing too but it's well, I want to I want to point out I want you to point out this 2.3 billion dollars. That sounds like a lot of money that they had to settle. Sounds like a huge amount. But Rudy investigated that, and it was less than three weeks of sales for them. Three weeks of sales. That's all it was. 2.3 billion dollars was less than three. I said billion. Yeah, I know. Billion, billion. with a B. And it was less than three weeks of income from them. It didn't. Just slapping them on the wrist. Don't. Just so they could say they did it. I have. When I was younger, I raised five sons. And I was having a little trouble resting at night. I wasn't sleeping good. And so the doctor wanted me to take a little sleeping pill. He said it won't knock you out where you can't hear the children, but it'll help you rest. And so I did for a few weeks, and then I quit it. And and then, uh, oh, months or a year or so later, FDA took it off the market. And then I noticed a few years later <laughs> that it was back on the market. What kind of a game are they playing? Oh, did they improve it? Did they take away the poison? I'm not taking it again. I try not to take too much. We're headed into a break. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. We'll be right back. If Ernest Hemingway was alive today, would he say this to you? Shakespeare, Mark Twain, Edgar Allan Poe, all great writers. 
And after reading your book, I simply must add you to the list. Wait, you don't have a book yet. So make a free call to Page Publishing. Their expert staff can help you turn your book idea into a real book, a masterpiece that could someday make the bestseller list in hard copy and digitally all across the world. Page Publishing can help you completely take your idea for a book, write it, and publish it. So if you want to join the ranks of some of the most famous authors in the world, call now for a free information kit. Turn your book idea into publishing gold. Make a free call right now to Page Publishing. 800-378-3212. That's 800-378-3212. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot heart, set your table with liberty. The new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes, our American Eagle and the Statue of Liberty. Each piece of the Liberty flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message, Liberty for all, and we love America. Order your set now, and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them, 844-386-2338. John O'Leary is coming to Springfield's VK Foundation's annual pro-life event. As a curious nine-year-old, O'Leary played with fire and gasoline and created a massive explosion, burning 100% of his body. This epic story of survival is one of that embraces life and its importance when the odds are stacked against you. John's emotional storytelling, sharp wit, and authenticity make each of his presentations truly transformational. John has inspired millions from top corporate executives to those overcoming their own suffering. He's authored two books, including the number one national bestseller, On Fire, The Seven Choices to Ignite a Radically Inspired Life. John supports Vitae's pro-woman approach, which effectively reaches women facing unplanned pregnancies with life-saving resources. Come see John O'Leary at the Vitae Foundation Springfield Pro-Life event on Friday, August 27th at the White River Conference Center in Springfield, Missouri. Get your tickets at adsforlife.org. That's adsforlife.org. Hi, this is Beth Ann. The inventor and CEO of MyPillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt so soft in the store, but then when you got it home and tried to use it, it wasn't absorbent at all? That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually will dry you. They're debuting the MyPillow six-piece towel set that includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors, and right now you can buy one and get one free with the promo code BETHANN. Go to MyPillow.com now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty with their 60-day money-back guarantee. To get your buy one, get one free MyPillow towel set, go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, and enter promo code BETHANN, or call at 1-800-978-6168. 
That's MyPillow.com, and the promo code is Bethann. And we have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. Like I said, there's an awful lot to unwrap today. And uh, I know that the FDA approved these vaccines. They were being pressured to do that. Not that they take much pressure because they are part of the bureaucracy. And uh, it doesn't make me feel good. It never has made me feel good that the FDA approves anything. I think when I was a young gal, about 19 or 20, I thought it meant something. And years went on, and you know it doesn't mean anything. They approve it, then they take it off. They approve it, then they take it back. Then they approve it, then they take it back. And somebody's getting rich. And somebody's getting sick. Rudy had a quote from uh, one of their uh, insiders in Pfizer that uh, kind of a whistleblower. You want to give that quote? Six whistleblowers actually back in 2009 brought Mm -hmm. this one case to light. But this one quote from him says, The whole culture of Pfizer is driven by sales. And if you didn't sell drugs illegally, you were not seen as a team player. Now, this guy got $50 million in the whistleblower settlement, his share of the of the settlement. But still, it's like, it's a, it's a corrupt company, and it's been that way forever. Yeah, and and most of these pharmaceuticals are. If you remember, everybody complaining because certain um, very high-up officials had uh, invested in some of these uh, pharmaceutical businesses. Um, I'm not sure if Cheney was one of those. And I'm not positive on that, so I shouldn't have said it out loud. I kind of whispered it, but it was on the microphone. Well, Ben Carson, he was speaking to Newsmax, and he says vaccine mandates shape a terrible future. It's a terrible thing that they're wanting to do. And, you know, they let's get real, folks. They don't care about your health. Not one little bit. Affordable health care was insurance being pushed on you. It wasn't it about your health care. They should worry more about why it wasn't affordable. <laughs> Could it be all this money the pharmaceutical businesses are making? Could it be that the insurance companies are making a ton of money? And the government wanted in on it? Wanted to be the one. Be the one. Want to be the one. Well, I have a couple of things here as we look at the Afghan mess that I find very interesting. Of course, right now the Taliban is drawing the the line in the sand, the red line for O'Biden. And Biden doesn't care. He doesn't care how many Americans are left over there. He doesn't care about vetting, truly vetting these people coming in here. You know, I'm okay with with rescuing people that deserve to be rescued. I'm not okay with rescuing enemies and bringing them here. Biden, CIA director, it says here, met with the Taliban leader in Kabul. Says the CIA, CIA director William Burns 
secretly met face-to-face. I'm surprised they didn't kill him, really. I, I truly am. Face-to-face with the top Taliban leader Monday in Afghanistan, in Kabul. Burns met him, and his name is Abdul Ghani Baradar. According to the two U.S. officials, uh, um, as the August 31 deadline to evacuate stranded Americans and troops. That's what he wanted to talk about. While unclear what they met about, it was likely asking for safe passage. They're asking the Taliban to help the Americans have safe passage. And the Taliban is promising death to America, chanting it, death to America. And they're demanding all foreign forces out by August 31st. That's their deadline. Now, I found this interesting. This came from uh, the Gateway Pundit. It says that Osama bin Laden was hoping Sleepy Joe would become president. They were thinking about bumping off Obama so that Sleepy Joe would be president because he was so inept they knew they could take over. Well, they were right. All they had to do was wait. All they had to do was wait. Even Obama said that Biden had a a way of messing things up pretty easily. Personally, I don't think he's got sense enough to come in out of the rain even before he became elderly. He has stumbled and lied and plagiarized, made stories up all of his life. The man has, I don't know how you get there. He has faked it all his life. Well, now he's President of the United States, and he can't fake it good enough. He's destroying America, and he's causing chaos around the world, if you believe he's the one calling the shots. If he was the one calling the shots, I doubt that he'd have done any different, because he's incompetent. He's after one thing, make Joe richer. Jill has to be the most disgusting woman in the world to put her husband through what she's putting him through. Oh, I believe she cut a deal. Hunter Biden, I don't know how many laptops he's going to put secrets on and lose, but they're pretty disgusting. They're compromised to China. China keeps winning, and America keeps losing. So when he says build back better, what in the world was he talking about? America is in trouble. When I started this show almost 11 years ago now, I came up with the tagline, Bring America Home. America is so lost now, I'm worried we can't find our way home in time. I really am. We cannot rely on D.C., We have to take it back, just like Daniel said. One town, one precinct, one county, one state at a time. It is up to we the people. It has always been up to we the people. We were asleep at the helm, and the derelict Democrats and the corrupt Republicans have taken over. And it didn't just happen in this administration. 
It happened decades and decades and decades ago. And that's why, like the writing yesterday, they hated Donald Trump. He was going to make America great again. He was going to wake Americans up. He was going to rally the troops for freedom and liberty. They couldn't have that. Because, you see, they had worked a long, long time to make we, the people, dependent to put a welfare system together so we don't go out and work. We don't produce. They get richer and they produce absolutely nothing and they make you more dependent all the time. And we swallow it hook, line, and sinker. Wake up, America. Liberty is always in the hands of the people. Always. But first, it has to be a lust and a longing in your hearts. Liberty comes from God. It doesn't come from D.C. It doesn't come from a piece of paper. There was no piece of paper when our founding fathers got on their knees and prayed and went to war with the king. Where are you today? Are you willing to start speaking up for liberty and freedom? Are you willing to bring America home? I believe there will come a time when we are all judged on whether or not we took a stand in defense of all life from the moment of conception until our last natural breath. As a teenager, I gave my first public speech in my church. My hand shook, my heart pounded. I thought to myself, I can't do this, but somehow I did. And because I wanted to talk about things that were important, I persisted. I chided my church as a senior in high school for not seeming to care about the not yet born, for looking the other way and for not taking a stand on life. I will be in earnest. I will not equivocate and I will not excuse. I will not retreat an inch and I will be heard. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life. As the United States boldly stepped forward in the glorious light provided by its new constitution in 1787, the nations of the earth were in awe of the newfound strength and hope of this free land. Today, the nation stands at a crossroads, a divergence from the original intent put forth in the United States Constitution has brought grave threats to our beloved nation. A miracle is needed if the United States is to survive. That miracle is again the pure application of the United States Constitution. I'm Scott Bradley. In my To Preserve the Nation book and lecture series, I bring forth truths that will help raise up a new generation of statesmen like those noble Americans who founded this land. Vigorous application of these principles will invigorate and restore the nation, and we may become again the freest, most prosperous, most respected, and happiest nation on earth. Visit to preservethenation.com to begin that restoration.